Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Mantis here. Just want to give you a little heads up that the first 10 minutes of my audio is pretty hot garbage. I was recording on a microphone laying down next to me instead of the one in front of my face. Uh, that's my bad. Uh, review's fine. Tidbits sound a little garbage, but Brianna still sounds perfect. So, enjoy. another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Facts, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and get slightly tired. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I am so ready to work the And I'm Oprah, and I'm ready to watch this movie. <laughs> and today, that movie we're talking about is The United States vs. Billie Holiday. The United States vs. Billie Holiday is written by Suzanne Laurie Parks, directed by Lee Daniels the Butler. And stars Travante Rhodes, Garrett Hudlin, and the Oscar-nominated and Golden Globe-winning Andrew Day. Before we get into the, the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our excitement levels and discuss some things we learned about it. <clears throat> Hello, what's up, everybody? I'm back. It's Marjo. I've been spending the last uh, week in uh, Florida. I was hanging out. Spring break, bitches! Stay tuned for the uh, end of the episode after the review where they talk about their expectations for the Oscars this weekend! <laughs> Slam! Thank you very much, Marjo. We really appreciate it. Dibbits! Based on the novel Chasing the Screen, The First and Last Days of the War on Drugs by Johan Hari, Billy Holiday vs. the United States sits at 2 hours and 10 minutes long. Jesus fucking Christ. Initially set to be released by Paramount and Theaters, Hulu bought the distribution rights to the film in December of 2020 and premiered it on their streaming platform on February 26, 2021. Production began on October 6th of 2019 in Montreal. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I got a tidbit for you. All right, I'm here. It was shot in 44 days. Oh, how'd you find that out? I couldn't, think, I couldn't find Because that. I deep dive. When I look for tidbits, I deep dive into the tids and the bits that's just not true but go on (laughs) no that's all i got it was uh it was shot in 44 days from october 19th to december or october 2019 to december 2019 okay and i'm not gonna lie i honestly didn't know anything about billy holiday until i was researching this yeah i had no idea i guess billy holiday was a heroin addict that the feds went after yeah, it, she's not Billie Jean King, she's not Billie Eilish, she's Billie Holiday. Yeah, and I guess we'll, we'll know her damn name by the end of this for sure. <laughs> the screenplay to this movie is written by Suzanne Laurie Parks. That's two first names, that's a hyphenated first name. Suzanne Laurie hyphenated, not Laurie Parks, hyphenated. Suzanne Laurie Parks. I think that's mm. weird. Uh, she wrote a Spike Lee movie in 1996 called Girl 6. Uh, it was about an aspiring actress disappointed by her treatment in the movie industry. I love she that movie. So she turned to phone sex to make a living. Uh, she also created a new show on Nat Geo called Genius about famous people's lives. So she's a she's a uh, a person that that writes. She sounds like a real living. fun lady. Yeah, um, <laughs> Nat- Natasha Leone is in this. Brianna, so is it Leslie Jordan? I know you love Leslie Jordan. I do. Also, the kid who plays Chris and everybody hates Chris. I saw that. I like him too. 
I haven't seen him since everybody hates Chris. In like ten years. He's gotta be like an adult. He's our he's our age. He's in like a movie that is was in the past like five years, I wanna say, but he still looks like a teenager, so it's weird. Not that I should speak. I think I look like a teenager, but um, <laughs> I'm not trying to be like a professional adult actor. So there's where we, we go different ways. Okay. Um, speaking of acting, Andrew Day plays Billie Holiday, right? I guess Lee Daniels didn't want to cast her. He was kind of hesitant on it oh, at first. Cool. Okay. Until he saw a video on his phone. What? Like like a, a casting That's director? Weird. <laughs> like an acting coach sent him a video of Andrew Day, and he was like looking at it on his phone. He was like, oh, she sings good. I'm going to cast her like that. That's what happened? Like what? What, did he want like Forrest Whitaker? I, I, I mean, she, she, Andrew <laughs> Day's only been in like a few things, and, and most of them are shorts. I thought she was a singer. She is a singer. She's on a bunch of soundtracks, but in terms of acting roles, she's only been in a few shorts. Well, this is her first like film. Yeah. And look at her, crushing it. Got an Oscar nod? That's going to do well for your career. First movie out the game. She won a Golden Globe? Girl, you can retire. We don't talk about the Golden Globes here. At the time of this recording, Brianna, it has a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, based on 6,619 reviews. It has a 54% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, based on 161 reviews, and an 84% audience score, based on 500 it has a 52% on Metacritic, which is really low for Metacritic. And, uh, fuck them anyway. <laughs> well, only 78% of Google users like this movie too, which is also really fucking low for Google users. Google users like everything. From what I've been reading, 78 seems very high to me. I've heard this movie is not great. The, re- the main reason I'm watching this movie, ladies and gentlemen, is for the acting. It's for Andrew Day. So we can actually finally decide whether or not Frances McDormand does deserve the Oscar. She could not. We don't know. But I, I bet you she does. I don't think this can change my, my mind whatsoever. So uh, going into this, I'm not very excited. I'm, I'm open-minded. I'm more excited than I was before research because I didn't know Billie Holiday was a heroin addict and I didn't know this had to do with... You didn't know this was like a sting? A war on drugs movie? No, I had, I had no idea. The book sounds interesting, but once again, fitting a whole, adapting a book Adapting a whole ass book into a viable screenplay is very tough to do. Two hours and ten minutes on a—I guess she's not even the main character in the book. Like she's she's a she's a story within the book. So they took this mm-hmm. and they stre- either stretched it out or didn't put enough into it. I, I feel like there's got to be something, or else those scores and reviews wouldn't be so low. And I know some people are going like, "Oh, you can't always." No, fuck you. Yes, you can. Like it. If I've learned anything while doing this podcast, it's that the reviews mean something. It's just true. Um, oh, we're back to being a podcast? We're back to being a movie review. Well, we're, we're yeah, we're movie reviewers that do a podcast. Granted, we're, just shut up. What are your expectation levels for this thing so we can fucking go watch it, please? Um, all the other fun fact that I found, because it's not even a tidbit, because there was really nothing about this movie, which doesn't say much at all. Um. It was that Billie Holiday died with 70 cents in her bank account, and I thought that that was very fascinating, because I feel like I'm going to go out the same way. Damn! What? <laughs> That's what? 70 cents? She spent I guess she, I think she kind of, I don't know, I think she was pretty young when she died, but I don't really remember about the Wikipedia page I looked on her, but I think she kind of had a feeling like she was going to go out with a bang, and she did. 
Sorry that took so long to spit out. And then I also read this kind of ties into our Oscar Oscar ripping in the Terran coming up after our film review is that it's been almost 50 years since a two black women have been nominated for Oscars for best actress. That's crazy. I, I, uh, that's, that's, that's fucking bananas. Um, there are so many talented black people like in Hollywood. How is that even possible? Like, I think that this fact specifically is for best actress. But even so, like, even so. Yeah, so even so, so telling, it happened 50 years ago. What the fuck happened? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? It's just been, are you just telling me it's just been straight up white women this whole time and maybe an Asian mixed in every once in a while? I don't even think there's been an Asian mixed in. I think it's just been straight Caucasians and that's why the and rage. Then you, and then you get a token thrown into the actress. Like, yeah. Every once in a while, like, Jesus Christ. There's something, there's something wrong with the Oscars. Um, I'm, I think the Oscars are, are reputable when it comes to the awards that they give out and I think that they do I think that they do award people for the highest achievement. Like, I, I genuinely believe the Oscars pick the best movies and actors for the most part. But when you get a statistic like that, it's just, it's uh, it's hard to, to say, like, let's keep it going. Like, there's got to be something better. There's got to be something more. There, there's better art, especially in 2021, the amount of art that is being made that you can find. Um, it, you just don't have to. You don't have to be keeping keep picking things like the father. No offense. It, that was a fine movie, but yeah. Well, we'll see what happens next year when uh, we're talking about this. We'll see how many people of color are nominated for best actress. And maybe there will only be one white person. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but then you're gonna get the whiteies <laughs> that are like, well, you know, they're only doing that to to make people feel bad. Like, all right, shut up. Okay, well, honestly, I don't think Viola Davis Davis deserves her nomination, so... And it has nothing to do with... No, she doesn't. She doesn't. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, she just doesn't deserve the nomination. I don't think she was that great. I think she did a good job. I'm not saying she did a bad job. She didn't do anything, like, Oscar-worthy, though. No, she was really fucking good as Ma Rainey. Like, she embodied that character, and I loved it. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a fine acting performance but like whole ass oscar worthy like come on Mm. that's like i'm pretty particular when it comes to that i really think that you need to be the main focal point of the movie to deserve the nod for best like actor yeah i think that like you need to be on the screen for a certain period of time because if like you're not then like who cares yeah, the, the movie should be focused around. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> you uh you do you have any what are your expectations? Um I'm going into this with an open mind. Me too. And I will probably be disappointed. The only highlight will be when my food gets delivered. Yeah, you people are gonna fucking hear about it when we get back this is terrible. I'm just gonna he, lay into it. Yeah, we'll start with the ripping in the Terran right after we watch the movie. We won't even wait for the Oscar stuff. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Big time. Big time. Okay, you ready for this doozy of a synopsis? Hit me with it. It's, my bowl is packed. Get your soup. <sighs> Let me mentally prepare. Ready? Mm-hmm. Set. We follow Holiday during her career as she is targeted by the Federal Department of Narcotics with an undercover sting operation led by Black Federal Agent Jimmy Fletcher, with whom she had a tumultuous affair. Oh, interesting. I didn't know about the uh, the affair part. That's literally all I could find. I don't really think it's a great synopsis, but I didn't want to write one, and 
like I didn't feel like searching deeper, but that was the best one that I found. I mean, yeah, when you're on the heroin, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I sure don't. Well, we'll see you people in two hours, all right? Pack up your soup in three, two, one. Oh my god. Um if you thought we were negative last week, buckle up, buckaroo. Uh Concrete Cowboy is leagues better than this movie. Like in hindsight, I like Concrete Cowboy. Now. Now I'm like, oh, this is a good movie. Woof, mama. Uh I know I said Lee Daniels the butler directed this, but I actually think that it was just Lee Daniels's actual butler who directed it. <laughs> Like, Lee Daniels was like, hey, like, do you ever think about making a movie? Is that something that you'd want to do? And he was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm I'm cool with that. So, Jeffrey from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> made this movie. Brianna, how'd you feel about Billie Holiday versus the United States? You know what? I don't even know if I was confused the whole time. All I know was we just watched a two-hour long movie about this woman named Billie Holiday, who was played by someone that I thought was Rihanna the entire time. <laughs> she, you, th- you thought she looked like Rihanna? I think she looks a lot like Rihanna. Yeah, I could see it. Rihanna probably would have done a way better job. Not really. Not really. I shouldn't say that. No, no, no. I can't go there. I'm getting ahead of myself. I think she would have done a good job as well. Andre Day, or Andrew Day, however you say it, did a really good job. But I personally... um. I personally don't feel like they gave her, like, a proper vessel to showcase her talent. It was just so jumbled and confusing, and there was no pure plot line. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 honestly, I could, I, 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 could, I could go on forever. I'm looking at my notes right now trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to say. Where's just the catalyst? Where was the catalyst in this movie? Okay, hold on. Now I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling myself right now. Okay. Brianna, let me ask you a question. What was the plot of this movie? I think it was um the United States versus versus Billie Holiday. But nowhere in the movie did we really see that except for two very brief times. But I guess in the end it it sort of makes sense. So the synopsis of this movie says that there's a sting operation that involves Billie Holiday while she has a tumultuous relationship with an FBI agent. There was no FBI agent canoodling until like, sorry, spoiler alert. Like, well, I mean, it's not a spoiler. It's in the synopsis. Yeah, like four. Like you got you got to wait maybe an hour and forty five minutes into the movie to finally see this thing. Where's the catalyst? Uh, it's it's nowhere to be found. In a normal screenplay, what happens is there's ten minutes of setup. And then there's something that happens that makes the main character go, hmm, I have to figure out the situation I'm in and how to how to solve it. Uh, and then maybe like 15 minutes later, there's a point in time where they go, yep, I'm headed into the world where I never knew I'd be. And like, that's the second act. There was none of that in this. This whole movie was a second act. It was so jumbled. There was... She never chose the second act. The second act just happened to be when she got out of jail, but nothing changed. And what was the fucking B story, Brianna? The guy wanting to feel like he's not a black man because he's a fed? They don't really even get into that. Like, they just kind of touch upon it a little bit. And that was the fucking B story. 
This movie was like someone looked at a screenwriting beat sheet, created exciting scenes for like the 15 beats that they knew were going to be in a movie, and then just YOLO'd the other 35 scenes with no plot to, to tie them together. Like the middle of this movie, it's just all of a sudden it's like, oh, this this thing happened. I'll spoiler alert. Uh, just don't go see this fucking movie. I don't I don't give a shit. Spoiler alert. Uh, halfway through this movie, they just decide to plant heroin on her, and that's like that. That's like, oh, it's the midpoint of the movie. Like th- there was no build up to it. It just happened. It's so goddamn frustrating. What the fuck is this movie? Even this about. would be a, a popcorn bag movie where we just sit and watch and you don't think about it. But that's not the point of the movie. You're <laughs> supposed to watch it and feel. This isn't Godzilla vs. Kong. That's not the kind of movie that this is. So there's no expectation that I should actually want to view it that way. Also, did Billie Holiday do heroin with Louis Armstrong? Probably. He was there. Well, yeah, 100%. 100%. Billie Holiday had a big-ass heroin kit. Like, she was into heroin. If this movie was called Billie Holiday versus Heroin, that would have been a more <laughs> apt title. And heroin must have been so good back in the day, so pure. They didn't cut that shit for nothing in 1945. Are you kidding me? That was pure poppies, baby. She was she was slamming pure poppy into her. Feeling good, like, ooh, I'll go get you some ice cream, baby. No big That's deal. That's why she only got 44 years of that good good. <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes into the movie, they already, like, they, they had the sting operation 45 minutes in. And then there was no other, like, that's it. Like, they could have. Yeah, they had the sting and then she went to jail and I was like, okay, movie's over. We could have just, you know, stopped watching at that point. But instead we watched on for another, like, hour and a half. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> they could have made the story so much more cohesive if they decided to pick a singular event. Like, honestly, you could have taken the beginning 30 minutes and stretched it to an hour and 40, and it would have been a fine movie. Like, the, 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 the FBI agent comes in, he tries to seduce Billie Holiday, and then she has to go with him because she needs her fucking, like, cabaret license, so she cuts a deal. And, like, I don't know, like, there was... N- every every beat in this movie was just, like, thrown at a wall, and, like, they were like, just put it here, it doesn't matter. None of the dialogue moved the story along. None of the scenes moved the story along. I, I didn't see any jazz cigarettes, which I was disappointed in. Just a lot of heroin. It's a lot of heroin and, like, a decent amount of boobies, though. Decent amount of boobies. Jack Mercer's in this from Four Brothers, but he's not very, he's not very, He like, plays a douche. He plays a dick, and I didn't really like him very much in it. Um. Yeah, so if you can tell me what the fuck this movie is about, I'd really appreciate it. Like, obviously, I know it is about understanding the shit that someone like Billie Holiday had to go through in 1950s America and what it was like to be a black entertainer or just a black person in general. Um, There was a lot of good stuff that there was a lot of good moments that touched upon that kind of stuff in this movie. And I wish that they focused on it a little more. Like, if it was just about Billie Holiday and her struggling, um, that would have been fine. If it was just about Billie Holiday and her being, like, this kind of, like, black icon and, and, and going against the feds, that be that would be fine. But they, they put too much into it, and there was no cohesion throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not really sure what happened. There was a guy who looked like Don Cheadle, and it wasn't Don Cheadle, but then the guy also kept changing, and... That's really all I can take away from this movie. Um, and Andra Andra did really well. Yep, yep. She was really, really good. She wore her hair like Eddie Munster. And if you don't know who Eddie Munster is, <laughs> look, look him up. 
It's, it's exactly it's, it's on point. Can you imagine if celebrities doing drugs was looked down upon today? Oh no, that's so sad. Like we're here for you, Demi. <laughs> I will say that the most fucked up part of this movie, hands down, is the end. Um, and it's this is just real life stuff. I'm not really spoiling anything. They arrested her while she was dying in bed. Like they like planted heroin on her and then like arrested her. And I just think that's so fucked up. I also want to say that we're a super pro anti-lynching bill podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, there's an anti-lynching bill, and it's not getting passed. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I feel like that's a that's a that's a pretty big no-brainer to me. That sounds like it'd be like an easy like that's a go. Like anti-lynching sounds. I I can't imagine the subtext of that bill is 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 pretty is crazy. Like I I don't know if uh, if we sign the anti-lynching bill, then they're gonna give money to FEMA and they're gonna put white people like i don't know if like that's what they i don't know what's going on with that but i'm I'm pretty sure it's probably just something that's like let's 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 make sure that black people aren't lynched well at the beginning of the movie that's what they like mentioned that there was like a lynching bill that had yet to be passed or anti-lynching bill i I wish they focused i wish they focused more on on that kind of stuff i don't know it was just so jumbled like i said there, there was no it's not a it's not a confusing movie, but it's just one that's not fun to watch. You can't expect uh, a lot out of it. <laughs> no. How many popcorn bags are you giving it? Uh, I would give it uh, a very generous twenty six out of fifty. Wow, that's a lot higher than I thought you'd go. I'm giving it an eighteen and a hearty no. Do not go watch this movie. I'm not giving it. I don't want to not give it a recommendation because. She has a great performance, but yeah, I guess if you're not really interested in the story, then what? I don't know. Two hours and ten minutes is a long time to watch for a good performance in a shitty movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like her, 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 her performance wasn't otherworldly. She's way more deserving of an Oscar than Viola Davis in terms of being the main character in a story. Mm-hmm. 100%. But, yeah. you know, she, she, her singing was really good. Her her expressions as Billie Holiday were really good. I loved her voice. She did a great job, but it didn't it didn't move me uh, to the point where I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this girl is is transcending her character right now. She deserves an Oscar. Not that honestly, not that Fran McDormand or Carrie Mulligan really did either. But um, I don't know what can I say. It's because she's playing someone. She's playing a real person. People love that. Yeah, they love it. Diana Ross also got nominated. I kind of want to see how that was. I bet it was just as bad. Spoiler zone! (laughs) Favorite parts, least favorite parts, Brianna. Favorite part, for me, the music. Mm -hmm. The music was good. I like the music. And also, pretty sure this was one of your favorite parts, too. At the very end of the movie, when Billie Holiday tells the FBI agent to suck my black ass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we only had to wait two hours to have the funniest like line of the entire movie where she goes suck my black ass you stupid bitches don't have anything on me and then she's just like laughing hysterically as the guy garrett Hedlund walks away and he's like okay yeah that's cool and then of course he gets the the final say because he ends up arresting her also, another scene that stands out to me is the is the scene where they were playing baseball in that field by the side of the road. I just liked how it looked. I really liked how the old tour bus looked, and I liked the outfits, the Charlie Sheen bowling, two and a half men bowling shirt outfits. <laughs> Lots of bowling shirts. Yeah. Shout out two and a half men. 
shout out uh not don't not shout out Augustus T. Jones. What's his name? Augustus T. Angus. Jones. Angus T. Jones. Yeah, that's shout out a... shout out Carlos Estevez. <laughs> but also like Angus T. Jones is a fucking weirdo now, I heard, so I don't fuck with that dude. <laughs> I'd be a weirdo after that show too. <laughs> Um, my favorite parts were the Charlie Sheen bowling shirts as well. Um, I did like the suck my black ass line. I also was a big fan of the just overall fashion in general. I really like the, I'm a big, Good costumes, yeah. I'm a big vintage, uh, clothes person. I don't like to wear them, but I love the look of them. So yeah, good costumes. Like, I don't know who they are because they don't really tell you, but Billie Holiday's two, like, sidekicks that aren't her dogs are, um, like, a a woman that wears an eye patch sometimes because she's got this really cool, like, crazy eye. And then this other guy who might wear a toupee, might not wear a toupee, jury's out on that. But her friends are just always there, like, crushing it with their outfits. Jury's not out on just that. <laughs> <laughs> but she has a really good squad. Yeah, I actually really like the side characters, too. Those two. The guy with the... The gay guy with the toupee. And the woman with the eye patch. Um, they were fantastic. Once again, just, like, a lot of heroin in this movie. Big needles. Big, big heroin needles. I'm like, oh, like those are big-ass Yeah, ass, they were some big thick ones. Needles, dude. Like, ooh. <laughs> No thanks. That's it for that's all I have for favorite parts. Yeah, that's that's my favorite parts. Yeah. Least favorite parts. Let's get it. Natasha Leone's role. Great <laughs> actress. Love her. She's fantastic, but just her role was terrible and she, she was not believable in it because like it was just kind of It wasn't weird. her role. It was, it was like the casting of her. Her yeah, role they, like it didn't need to be anyone special. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they they, they 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 the casting of her was a, a poor choice. 100%. Um, what the fuck was up with the scene where the guy asked Billy Holiday if he wanted to go ditch the snow bunnies and get into some black shit? What was up with that? Uh, that was... I don't know. I don't know who that guy was. I was so confused. The, once again, they just throw these scenes in there. Like that was literally like a a one minute scene where Billy Holiday was wa- walking with Natasha Leone, and they were just like talking about the uh, life. And then he, this guy walks up and he's like, how about we just snow bunnies and get us some black shit? And then she's like, fuck off. Ha, ha. And then that's the end of the scene. It was so weird. Like, eh. you know what another weird scene was? <clears throat> what? The one where Jimmy Fletcher does heroin for the first time. And then they all end up in like the same like weird trippy dream. Oh, they see the about lynching? like Billy, but about like Billy Halliday's like childhood. And then mm-hmm. it like transforms into like, who knows but yeah it starts out like before that there's the weird one where she goes off and she like dreams she's in the lynching and it's like what those were she, two very weird scenes <laughs> she was like in a lynching and then she was in uh she was like getting heroin from some old guy that was like wrapping a belt around her uh um arm real tight and it it seemed like she was seeing the first time that she ever did heroin but you're not exactly sure because then one of the other characters interacts with the guy in the dream. So you're like, is this a dream? Is she just a high? Like, what the fuck is going Am I high? I mean, I am high. But, like, what else is going on? Like, how? Why? Like, what? Uh, an hour in and she didn't even sleep with the guy in the synopsis. So there was, like, yeah. no, tum- there was no affair. 
the literally the most tumultuous affair she had was with that guy who it was with I the think, heroine. Yeah. Yeah, and and the guy that just like fucked her in that room and then beat her up, kicked her in the stomach real good. Yeah, the one that kept changing back from Don Cheadle to not Don Cheadle. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he was not a nice man. He was maybe the guy that planted the heroin on her in the first place, but I don't know because they look totally different to me. Because the guy that planted the heroin on her at the beginning was the guy that I was like, oh damn, he's pretty good looking. But then like Don Cheadle came out in the middle of the movie, and it was like, is this the same? Are they supposed to be the same people? Well, no, that was another guy at a restaurant that, that he was like, hey, you want to have dinner with me? And then she ditched the lady with the eye patch to go eat dinner with him. And then we never saw him ever again. But then he ended up, like, marry- he- marrying her. Or they went to France together and disgusted French white people. We we saw a scene <laughs> like that. Where, where They did the most, like, French things, too. Like, the stereotypical French things where they, were, like, wore berets and they were eating, like, baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, just like not a great movie. Really didn't enjoy it. Well, I I will say that I enjoyed it watching it with Brianna because we were able to shit on it the whole time. (laughs) Speaking of, um, we're going to come out with some commentary tracks soon for the movie we're we're watching. So look out for those. But yeah, it was just it was fun to watch because I was watching with Brianna and it was it was fun to shit on. But (laughs) if I was watching this thing alone or if I was trying to watch it with my girlfriend, I think we would have shut it off like halfway through or like maybe not shut it off but we wouldn't have enjoyed watching it like we, it would have been one of those things where you're, you're just enjoying it watching it because you're it's fun to watch with someone to shit on so maybe watch this with someone that you enjoy their company and you can you can shit on you can shit on it. <laughs> shit on my girlfriend <laughs> what if i had really enjoyed this movie and you hated it <laughs> that would have been really interesting i would be questioning why i'm doing a podcast with you <laughs> what if like (laughs) i'd be like you're a terrible movie reviewer you don't know what you're talking about because we're movie reviewers now we're serious 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 business we're 40 episodes in bitches well yeah no that was i had another least favorite part but i can't remember it i hate that probably all for the best um yeah the whole movie is kind of the worst part if i think of anything else during the week i'll bring it up next week uh because that's that's how I'm feeling about this thing. It's just so bad. Go watch Concrete Cowboy seven times before you watch this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you watch this week, Brianna? I watched the ending, the f- the fourth part of This is a Robbery. And uh turns out they know who did it. And they're just like basically asking them to like return it. Oh, so they can't do anything about it? No, like they don't want to name the name of the people slash persons that did it or anything like that but they are like yes we know who it is and there's like a 10 million dollar reward for people that like turn it in but obviously like i don't get like why they won't turn it in like they already said you pretty much aren't going to get arrested and we're going to give you 10 million dollars for turning it in so just turn it back in thanks (laughs) that's so weird and then i also watched um Sorry, I was just distracted by the silly billion. Oh, the one that's tinkling? Yeah. Here, I'm taking a piss. I think I'm going to keep this one in. Go on, though. Um, <laughs> I also watched Boss Level, which I heard you talking about on your other podcast. And what did you think? Uh, shout out Dope Flicks. Go, uh, new episodes drop on, on Wednesday. Uh, me and my guy, Max. Max does a great job. He, uh, he's the main man over there, so, so definitely go check it out. Uh, what were we saying, though? 
Um, I watched Boss Level, which is like, you know, Palm Springs, the time traveling or the time froze movie with like a lot of Deadpool. There's like a lot of blood. It's very good. I highly recommend. Really? Is that the one with Nicolas Cage? No, Boss Level is the one with Frank Grillo. Oh, right, 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 right. I think that's on Hulu or HBO or what, what is it on? I believe I watched it on Hulu. Frank Grillo. And there's no Nick Cage in it? Who else is in it? You know who's in it? And you get to see die like every single day almost. Not every single day, but you get to see die a lot. Your boy, Mel Gibson. Oh, that's Nicolas Cage and Mel. Yes, Mel Gibson. That's who I was thinking of. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, did I tell you I watched Buddy Games? No, but I heard you watch Buddy Games. Well, I'm telling you I watched Buddy Games because <laughs> you were the one that told me to watch Buddy Games. <laughs> so bad. Why would you make me watch that? Oh my god. I don't know. I was watching, I was thinking like, oh, like what bad movie can I watch? And then when I heard you watch Buddy Games, I was like, okay, well, I can't watch that. And then I was like, I wonder what Boss Level's like. And I was like, oh wow, this movie was really good. Wait, didn't you tell me to watch Buddy Games though? Yes, I did. Yes. I wanted liked... to watch it on the pod. Oh, well, you liked Buddy Games? I've never seen it. I thought you watched it. No. Oh. <laughs> then why the fuck did I watch it? I don't know. Ugh. I've mentioned it before, but I don't know why you were like, I should watch it. Because I was, I was probably high and it was one in the morning. <laughs> Shout out 1 a.m. club. Yeah. <laughs> this is for all you 1 a.m. people who... Listen to us at 1 a.m. We don't know why you listen to us. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, Ken. Uh, Just for some context behind this, me and Brianna watch a YouTuber named Ken Domic, and uh, he eats food uh, while he sleeps overnight in his van. Um, That's the best description I'm going to give. And so uh, what he does, though, during the middle of his videos is uh, go, this bite is for the 1 a.m. crowd. We don't know why you watch at 1 a.m., but you do. And it's like Ken, because they're all fucking really high and stoned up at 1 a.m. watching you eat Bucky's hot dogs <laughs> or doing the 24-hour Taco Bell challenge. Like, that's why they're up at 1 a.m. doing this. It, it, like, it's, it's Canadians, they're so innocent, though. Um, <laughs> what'd you think of Falcon and Winter Soldier this week? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, my. But you know what pisses me off is, what? like... Not last episode, the episode before, how they were, like, starting to show, like, John Walker's, like, descent into, like, oh, man, his, like, wheels are falling off, was how he just, like, did, he stopped shaving. And, like, they let his beard grow, and that was, like, to show, like, oh, man, I think Cap's losing his little marbles. He's not shaving anymore, and then look what happened. He did. Mm. He did lose his marbles. (laughs) I I just <sighs> the guy's a fucking super soldier and like there's no way he's just gonna sit there right. So I also I've... was wondering. <laughs> this is also funny. I also thought that John Walker's character was <laughs> was married to the <laughs> the AOC woman <laughs> the what? whole time I was watching it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll send you a picture. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Why did you think okay. that she was? They were married. Because they are in the show. Oh, okay. Well, well, there you go. Um, but they're not. It's just someone that looks like her. <laughs> what do you think's in the case? <sighs> Ooh, 
I think it's new wings. I think that it's a suit. I think it's a white wolf suit or like something of the something to that effect. Mm. I think it's I think it's I think it's I think it's something that's going to make him superhuman almost. Like a vibranium suit that gives him the abilities of the Black Panther. Like you like the the speed. So they're going to give him the Black Panther suit. I don't think they will give him the Black <laughs> Panther suit, but at the same time, it wouldn't be a awful move if they gave him a, a, a like a Black Panther type suit and then you kind of had Anthony Mackie as like you know, like kind of like he he kind of get he going to get the like the Captain America and the Black Panther throne passed down to him like a two in one. Mhm. Black Captain America, like a black that's dope. I'd be all for it. Yeah, but that. I feel like the I feel like Black Panther already like Bucky for their like kind of hybrid guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think that you're going to get more White Wolf in Black Panther 2. I think he's going to be in the movie. I, I I obviously we have to wait until this next episode uh to see where they land with Wakanda uh, assuming that I mean, assuming that the last time we see the Wakandans was this episode, um, because that kind of was smoothed over a little bit, because she said, steer clear of Wakanda. Uh, maybe he could end, in like the end of Black Panther 2, he comes to them for help again, even though like they know he knows he's not supposed to be there. That would be something interesting to see, but that's just some theory craft for you. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just excited for Black Panther 2, and I'm excited for this sh- the show i want it to never end yeah me too i can't wait for loki and uh did you see the trailer for the new shang chi was shang chi what is it shang chi shang chi did you see the trailer for the teaser for that this morning <laughs> no i saw that it was uh it got put out though oh it gave me chili chills give me the chili chills on my bony bones Ooh. yeah it was fantastic um Hey, do you think that we should do the Oscar stuff as a separate episode? Like record it right now, but then just two separate episodes? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Let's see. What do we do? We just talked about chili chills and my bony bones. All <laughs> right, Brianna. All right, Brianna. Why don't we uh why don't we get out of here and go record? <laughs> why don't we get out of here and go record our Oscar episode, little mini soda that we're gonna drop alongside this episode, just because it's gonna be a little longer and therefore easier to edit and hopefully more eyes will get on it we appreciate you listening like always thank you so much hit us up on discord on twitter on instagram hit brianna up in the dms next week we are watching mortal Kombat. very exciting stuff brianna are you pumped for that or what hell yeah i am i'm gonna have to brush up on my mortal Kombat movies this past week mm, this coming week right oof can't get wait in the mood let's do it all right bye everybody brianna say goodbye bye Peace. Later. Bye, beans. Who do you?